What's up, bro? What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of the Weekly Sports Show. I'm your host, Loro Antonio, on the Loro Antonio Sports Talk Podcast Show. Chad Parker, the host of Sport Camp, is with me to talk about some NBA, NFL, and MLB. So, so Chad, how are you doing today, man? How's your Saturday going? Oh, it's going pretty good, man. Um, You know, just kind of doing a couple things around the house. But how's your Saturday going? Saturday's going pretty well. Um, Heard you're coming to L.A., so I hope we get to uh, see each other. And also want to send out a congratulations to your daughter, who's graduating high school in a few weeks. So, Oh, man, I appreciate it. So what's her name again that's graduating college? Is she going to college in L.A.? No, she's actually graduating um, high school, and she'll be going to college in Texas. But um, where? Univ- yeah, her name University is, of Houston. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm I'm from Houston, so. Is she going to go to the University of Houston? Is she going to the University of Houston? Oh man! No, it'll be oh, here it? in San Marcos. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, San Marcos. Even Texas, though I don't know like the close kids, by but, San Antonio. I mean, congrats to your daughter. She's going to be a high school graduate too, but she's still going to stay in Texas, though. But you guys are going to move into her dorms pretty soon. Yeah, yeah, yep. So it's an exciting time for her. Um, obviously for us, um, it's exciting too. But yeah, um, and her name is Chasmine, actually. So. Um, yeah, she'll be graduating soon here, and uh, yeah, next week actually. Nope, no, yeah, not next. Yeah, week. it's an exciting time for the fam, so, so I'll yeah. be looking out That's for some pictures of her soon, college so. for her uh, high school yep. grad. Hopefully, I'll get to see her when we uh, when you get when you visit LA. So oh, now yeah. let's get started to some business. So now, um, for some NBA yeah. talk. So, Hopefully so, so Chad, um, what was your reaction and take on Frank Vogel's first press conference as the 27th head coach in Laker history? So, I think this was a good hire for the Lakers, actually. Yeah, I actually do think it was um, a good hire. I think at the press conference, he said all the right things. Um, he looked like uh, he looked like he was. Uh, you know, he presented himself as the head coach of the Lakers. Um, you know, basically, like he was ready to take the job, and um, it was so I, I in the was way move, like uh, I Lakers. I was thinking the Lakers. I think Frank Vogel will help this young core. He's a good defensive-minded head coach, and I think that Frank Vogel will, with having Jason Kidd as an assistant by his side, I think Jason Kidd will help with the development of Lonzo Ball. Which so I think I think this young core is gonna love. Yeah, um, I think I think I think Jarek Culliver from Texas Tech should be our pick at number four because I've I heard he's been just nailing down threes in his pre-draft workout. Yeah, um, I I don't know if Jarek Culliver is the is the pick. I, well, first, I'll just say this. I think that that pick is going to end up being traded. That's what I think. Um, but if we do end up keeping a pick, I think I will prefer Cam Reddish over him. I kind, I got, I kind of watched some tape on Cam Reddish. I like his shooting. His motion is 
his uh, shooting motion is natural, um, and, and he shoots it with ease. And we definitely need some more shooting. So I, I think I would have to go with Cam Reddish. But Cobra is definitely I would agree with player. that, too. Cam Reddish, if we Cam keep Reddish the pick, I think Cam Reddish is our pick because he's a very good shooter, and the Lakers need – we need shooting. So with that being said um, – so with that definitely. being said um, – what were your reactions on Magic Johnson's comments on Rapalinka and the Lakers on the ESPN First Take show? Um, I thought it was interesting that he that he went on the show during that time, but I kind of felt like I I didn't mind any of his comments besides the ones about Rob and the ones about it being too many people. Um. Too many people, um, I mean, too many people in the room helping Jenny out. Um, I, I kind of feel like he should have kept that in house because I feel like you know, it's things that go on within organizations that should be kept within the organization, whether they are true or not true. And then also, magic is no longer there, so he doesn't know how the structure is going right now. Um, he just knows how it was when he was there. And that was, I know that was only three months ago, but a lot of things. Yeah, he should have just months. kept it to himself. So I kind of felt like, like he what Vince kept said, that to he thinks that, uh, he thinks the Lakers could have a super team this summer. So would you agree with what Vince said? Right. Right. Oh yeah, most definitely. I, I think we're, I think we're going to end up with a combination of maybe Kawhi, or Kyrie, or maybe um, Kyrie and AD, or Kawhi and AD. But um, I, I definitely think we're gonna, if if at best, I mean, at, I, at, I, we don't at, have um, the money to have two. Least, I think we'll end up with at least have... one of those guys. We're not gonna strike out. No, well, we don't have the money to sign two players, but we can make a trade so you, for the one fourth of those pick guys is gonna get and traded. still get both of them. We can sign one and make a trade for one. So we. Yes, I don't think it's any way we keep that pick unless we strike out on all the free agents and then um, we, we strike out on on uh, getting two free agents and we just end up signing one and we just go with the pick. That's the only way that'll happen. But either way, we have a chance to get two max players, whether that's via trade and sign one or whether that's, you know, or whether we, you know, whether that's be uh, getting – um. Anthony Davis inside Kawhi, Kawhi, Kawhi or something. I think Kawhi was the Kyrie and Kawhi, and we ended up, and we end up. We'll get to that in just a minute because the Raptors nah, are on the verge. Nah, he's of, out. But but they're yeah. one game away from no, from from making it to the NBA Finals. So we'll get to that game in just a minute. So the Western Conference Finals recap: the Warriors got lucky to sweep the Blazers. Well, I don't think it was luck. I think that that's just how good of a team they are. I mean, of course, some of the games were close, but the Blazers, the Blazers were up in almost every single game, and the Warriors were able to come back and beat them. That's not luck. Um, you can look at it that way because of how close it was, but that's just pure determination, pure determination by the Warriors, and it's also just that the Warriors are a better team. Um, you know, I think a lot. I think uh, that Denver series took a lot out of the Blazers, 
And so, you know, they retired. Dame Lillard was hurt. Still not an excuse for them losing. Yeah, but, I mean, know, it explains a little I bit. Mean, I mean, the war. I mean, the Warriors, the Blazers. They they're onto something. But really, you gotta have a full, a healthy, full on, hundred percent healthy version of Demarcus Cousins and Kevin Durant in order for the Warriors to to sustain like a uh, good series. You know. Well. I don't know if that's necessarily true with the teams that they're that they have to face going forward. Um, besides Kawhi, that for OJ Ananobi and uh, Fred, Fred Van nobody. Fleet, I mean, Siakam. and then if you look at Milwaukee, yeah, but those, yeah, but those guys are not on the same level as the Warriors' other players. They're just not. They're they're young. They're still I think learning. Kawhi stays in um, Toronto, so they're they're not ready for that yet. Um, and it's the same thing. I don't think so. I think he's gone. I I think. Listen, it's it's cool that they're winning. Um, but it's the East. Uh, but he wants to be in L.A. Um, whether that's with the Lakers or the Clippers, I think it's going to end up being the Lakers. But um, he's out of there. He didn't. He didn't not. You got to look. Think about this too, uh, Ro. He didn't pass up on that supermax with with San Antonio to go to, um, the Raptors. And you got to remember something about the Raptors. They're going to be – all of those guys are going to be a year older next year. They have – they actually have an older team. They have some young guys on that team, but they have an older team. So that's not going to bode well going forward because other teams in the East are going to get better. So he's going – of course, he's enjoying this run. But I think at the end of the day, he's going to sit down and look at everything. I think he's and I think Siakam will be the new star in Toronto. He's, he's out of there. Um, you know – yeah, I mean, and, and you and also, man, Toronto. What a lot of people don't realize about that deal with DeRozan is that they got some cap relief from that deal because Kawhi's contract is coming off, and so they'll have some cap space this summer. Um, you know, so we'll see what happens with them. They may be able to sign some other guys. Maybe not none of the top free agents, but they may be able to replace. You know, Kawhi with somebody or something, and and they'll be you know pretty. Yeah, they year. will. That's probably won't have the same success, so, but they'll be so they'll be let, back. Let's recap games three, four, and five of the Eastern Conference Finals. The Raptors took two of those, took games three and four, but game five was a lucky win for the Raptors. Yeah, um, I mean. They just did everything they needed to do down the stretch, man. It was it was uh it was amazing to see. And you would have thought in game five that Milwaukee would have been ready for that, but they weren't. Um I think it, it just showed how um Milwaukee is not ready for this stage. And I think Toronto ends that game today. I mean, it's in Toronto. Usually when the team usually when you have a, a seven game series and both teams win all of their games at home, then it gets to game five. That team that wins that game on the road or that usually wins game five, period. But if the team that 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 doesn't have home court advantage wins game five on the road in that other on that other team's home court, they usually win the series. So I think Toronto's gonna wrap it up today. I think Milwaukee was exposed. Listen, Giannis is good, but he still has things to work on. But when you go beyond Giannis and look at the rest of the Milwaukee Bucks. Who else on that team is the second star? Who else on that team can you say 
I, I can count on him. It's not a knock on him, but but Middleton, Chris Middleton is not. He's more like a third or fourth option. He's not a second option. So, you know, he can shoot, but he's streaky. He's inconsistent. Bledsoe, same thing, inconsistent. And Toronto has exposed him for that. That's, that doesn't mean they're not a good team, but that means they're not ready for a championship. They're not ready for a championship. And they probably would be better off getting a second star to help Giannis out while Giannis still grows because he has to – Yeah, has so, to, um, so that being said, um, with that being said, my pick today who's going to win game six is I'm going to say the Milwaukee Bucks force the game seven and they return it back to their home floor. Um, for my pick, I will go with Toronto. I think they'll wrap it up, and then we'll get ready to yeah, see you them mean, and the Warriors. You, you think it's gonna be Raptors one on May on May thirtieth for the NBA Finals? Well, I think yeah, because the Warriors, the Warriors have a better record than Toronto, so, so I think they have Toronto wins, then the Warriors will host Game One. And. And if it's if it's in Milwaukee, okay. if Milwaukee yeah. wins Game Seven, then the Warriors have to go to Milwaukee. So that being said, um, let's let's talk about. Right. And you think the Warriors play either? You, you think they play the Raptors? I think the Warriors play the Bucks in the finals. No, well, and and that's interesting. Um, but I think. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. Toronto will host because they um. They they won one more game than the Warriors, but I don't think that's going to matter. But I think uh, either way, the Warriors. I think the Warriors will end up playing Toronto. I just think Toronto winning that game five. That took listen, and let's also remember this: they've won three straight games against Milwaukee. It's tough. I know Milwaukee has had a good run. They've been the bet. They've had the best record all year, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're ready for a title. I've seen that too many times where a team has had the best record, but they're not ready to win a title. And Milwaukee is that team. Um, I don't think that they're going to get out of Toronto with that win. I think that game five took everything out of them. They're going to come out and play strong today, but I think when it gets to the end of the game, I think Toronto is going to um, win because you have to also remember this. They, um, ever since they put Kawhi on uh, Giannis, um, he has struggled. And they're going to continue to do it today. They haven't figured no, out. No, absolutely how to not. That so that being I don't said, think that's going to change uh, today. With that being said, uh, with that being said, uh, let's talk about uh, let's talk about some NFL stuff. So power rankings heading into the 2019 season. For me, it goes like this: the Patriots, the Saints, the Packers, the Chargers, and the Rams. And then I have it with Seattle six. The Brown seven, the eighth is the Philadelphia Eagles, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Indianapolis Colts. Interesting. Yeah, um, power rankings. I think um are you just doing top ten? Okay. Well, I will start off with the uh the Philadelphia Eagles, I think they would definitely be up there. Um, yeah, you have to put the Patriots up there too. I think Patriots. Either, well, I'll, I'll, I'll start over. Patriots number one, Eagles number two because they won. Um, and then I'll put the Colts. Um, 
me see. I have to put the Saints back up there. Um, the Steelers, the Chargers, Kansas City kind of moved back for me after that. Um, you know, after everything, and then yeah, I'll go with the Rams. That so now that being for said, uh, so with that being said, uh, so that being said, uh, let's. So that being said, now let's talk about let's talk about our top five offenses and defenses well, heading into the 2019 season. So, for my top five offensive teams this year are the Patriots, the Saints, the Packers, the Chargers, and the Rams. And a tie for fifth is the Philadelphia Eagles and the Dallas Cowboys and the Cleveland Browns. And I think Pittsburgh will be up there as well. Okay. Um, I will go Patriots, Colts, um, Rams. Not Rams, I'm sorry. Patriots, Colts, Kansas City. I still think they'll be top. Um, I put the Vikings up there because I think they're going to have a better offense than what people think. And uh, Yeah, don't forget about Drew Brees and oh, the Saints. The Saints. That's Can't forget sure. about them. My top five defensive know. teams in football. The Denver Broncos have the number one ranked defense, in my opinion. They obviously led by Von Miller. And then the Chargers will have the second best defense in football. And then the third best defense will be the L.A. Rams. And then the fourth best defense will be the uh, Chicago Bears. And then the fifth best defense in the NFL is the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. Well, I will go Eagles. Um, I will go – I would say Patriots, but they usually don't – that defense is not top-ranked, but they always end up doing good to, at the end of the season, obviously. Um, but I will go um, Patriots. Can't forget about the Saints. Um, let's see, the Chargers, definitely. And I think the one thing that's interesting, Kansas City Chiefs, their, their defense is – The Chiefs' defense is mediocre still. Even though they have Matthew and Frank Clark, Chris Jones is their best defensive player, but you got to remember they lost D4 to the 49ers. Well, but they replaced him with Frank Clark, and I think Frank Clark... It is going to be interesting, that's for sure. So let's get to some off-season headlines. So let's start off with your Vikings and have some questions for you here. Do you think Kyle Rudolph gets traded? And if so, where? Maybe the Patriots. And if not traded, do you think an extension's coming for Kyle Rudolph? Um, I think he does. I don't think he's he'll get traded this year. I don't think he's going to get traded. Period. Um, from what I've heard, it's in a, it's an extension on the table, and they're just waiting for him to sign it. Um, I think they're kind of like um trying to. You know, he's trying to – they're trying to get the um, the contract together as far as how much money is going to be on there. And then uh, – So, we'll and see. And then let's talk about uh, Mike Zimmer and Rick Spillman. Do you think both of them are on the hot seat heading into this season or no? Mike Zimmer and uh, Rick Spillman are um, on the hot seat. Do I think what? I'm sorry, what is this? 
I don't, you know what? I don't think that they are on the hot seat. I think last year, you know, listen, they made some um some bad moves. Um but um I think as far they made some bad moves as far as the offensive line, but I, I think that they were still good enough last year that it wasn't a situation where they need to be on the hot seat. Um, you know, I think, you know, they'll be okay. I don't think they're on the hot seat. I think they're going to start. They're going to have a good season. I actually think that. I think the a lot of people have them out of the playoffs. I think they'll make the playoffs. Yeah, the Definitely. I so, I don't. But I no, think, I don't believe they're on. The hot I seat. don't think the Vikings will make the playoffs just because how tough the NFC North is, and I expect the Green Bay Packers to uh, to win the to to win the uh, NFC North this year. Obviously, Matt Lafleur, the new head coach of the Packers, is going to do good things there. Aaron Rodgers is going to be. Really good this year too. And then the Bears, however, they're they're gonna uh-huh. they're gonna be good as long as their defense is good. But I I like Mitch Trubisky though. Yeah, I, I the Bears defense is gonna be good, but I'm not high on Mitch Trubisky. I think they're gonna struggle. Um, this year, I know they had a decent season last year, but I I just feel like I just feel like with the with the Packers and the Vikings struggling last year that it elevated the Bears last year, but I don't think that's going to be the case going forward because I think overall the Vikings and the Packers are they are better and they have a better overall roster than the Bears from quarterback all the way down because I think Kirk Cousins is better than Mitch Trubisky. I think Mitch Trubisky is too much of a wild card. But I also think the Bears letting go of Jordan Howard. They have Tariq Cohen, so they're fine they at running back. It's not going to bode well for them because I, I'm not too – yeah, but he's he's not an every-down back, though. That's that's what I would caution with Tariq Cohen. He's a good – he's good, no doubt. But he's not an every-down back. So I would be I would be um, kind of cautious about that. And also, I'm not too high on the Bears receivers. So we'll see what happens, though. The Bears, they're, they're definitely going to be in the conversation um, early in the season and as the season goes on. But as as far as – And then let's them, talk about know, our off-season headlines for year, the Patriots now. So what were your reactions to Ben Watson coming back and also Jamie Collins coming back along with Patriots giving Julian Edelman an extension? And I expect Tom Brady to get a contract extension next. I think Tom Brady's going to be playing football until he's age 45. Um, I think that those were um, I think that those were good uh, moves for the Patriots. I think that they will um, I think that it will help them going on with the um, as far as their defense and just getting Julian Edelman to an extension. That's good for the Patriots, you know. Yeah, there were not so, bad moves I mean, at all. So I think Tom Brady's going to get a contract extension next. He's going to play until he's forty-five. And Jamie Collins coming back is good. And also Ben Watson coming back is also good as well. Yeah, Ben Watson, that's a big move. Um, Austin Safari and Jenkins. The, uh, but Ben Watson will be the number one tight end. Tampa Bay, the tight end. Yeah, so they already have him. Right. So, you know, you, you, you put them two together, it'll kind of help um, ease the transition of losing Gronk. 
So, but I, you know, it's, I think that's still. I think they're going to struggle with the receivers next and year. And Super Bowl. But I think towards the end of the year they'll figure it out and they'll still make the playoffs. You know, whether they win, they'll win it again not, this year. Ah, whether they win the Super Bowl or not, we'll see. But I can, I can see why you're confident. Well, hey, I'll put it like this. Well, I'm a, a Pat- you know, I'm a Patriots fan, and I'll know. tell you, those, I, those, I think it's going to be – my Super Bowl prediction is going to be the Patriots and Saints in the Super Bowl because I want to see Brady versus Breeze. Wow. And then for the Rams and Chargers, I think yeah, Philip well, Rivers will get an we'll extension see. as well. And I also we think see. Jared Goff will get a contract extension as well. Now that will be interesting to see because I don't it'll be interesting to see how they feel um about him. Cause I don't know if they're high on Jared Goff as everybody thinks. I know they like him, but is does he deserve a huge contract? Is the I I think uh so we'll see I what think Goff will get a new extension with the Rams. I don't see the Rams letting him go. What were you saying? Yeah. So that being no, said, I, I mean, uh, I don't know. They let's may not. talk about now. Um, let's talk about now. But you agree about the Chargers with Philip Rivers? And you think? And you don't think? You don't yeah, think I mean, the that's, Rams that's, will that's let go the, of that's Jared the right Goff? Chargers with Philip Rivers? I don't know. I don't know if they'll. I don't know. They. We'll see what happens. I mean, because do they feel like he's the next guy? I think like, so. You know, like everybody is is claiming. So, so, well, we'll see. I mean, he he could be their franchise. I believe they. Obviously. I believe they will. I believe uh, McVay and LSD feel, feel that Jared you know, Golf is. So. So now let's talk about some baseball talk. Okay, so well, we power ranking see, through man. the first we'll month of 2019 friend. season, it goes like this. The Dodgers, then the Astros, your Houston Astros, and then uh, the Tampa Bay Rays, then the Minnesota Twins, and and then to round out the top five, the Chicago Cubs. Um. Yeah. Are you are you saying power rankings? Top five in the ba- in oh, baseball um, right I now. I have to go. Well, you saying top ten or top five? Um. Okay, I will go with the Astros. I will go. Got to go with the Twins, man. They've been playing pretty good. Um. You you got to go with the Dodgers. Um. You have the Red Sox are up there. Um. And uh, one more team. Yeah, they have. Oh, so, the Cubs. With that Cubs being said, pretty good uh, let's talk about now. Let's recap game one of the Dodgers Pirates series. Walker Bueller pitched well, and David Freeze had a grand slam. That was a good 10-2 to victory for the Dodgers over the Pirates. Yeah, um, it was a, it was a pretty good victory for the Dodgers over the um, over the Pirates. And you know the Dodgers—they're they're the best team in the NL, if you ask me. So you know, I, I expect them to beat the Pirates. Um, I don't think the Pirates can really, you know. Yeah, in, and then in, today in for the Dodgers series, in Game Two of this the three-game series, is Hunter yeah, Ryu the takes Dodgers the mound today against 
former Houston Astro, Joe Musgrove. Yeah, yeah, you know, Josh Peterson has killed him. pitching pretty well for the uh, Pirates, so, but. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see what happens, man. Um, I expect, um, I expect um, the Dodgers. To yeah, they'll sweep the Pirates and today. expect them to I sweep the Mets, sweep too. Them, in all honesty, so. So, that being said, um. Let's talk about yeah, uh, the Astros-Red Sox series, game one of that series. But before that series, the the Astros and the White Sox split the season series. But especially Thursday's game when Giolito pitched a complete game against you guys. Yeah, um, the Astros are kind of struggling right now. Um, not and I don't want to take anything away from the White Sox because they did play well, but I just is Springer think that the on the injured list right now due to Springer and Altuve being out, and it was um yeah he yeah he hurt himself in that know, Red Sox series in Boston because of his back um so they he left the game early. yeah right so he left the game early yesterday um he, he pulled his hamstring um so you know and he came off limping. So uh, he's not going to play for a while. He's headed back to the DL. Um, well, he's actually headed to the DL because I don't think he was on there. But Altuve's getting ready to come off uh, probably in the next couple of games. But, there, you know, so we'll probably lose a couple of games, just to be honest. I, I expect that uh, with those guys out. Or we uh, – hey, we may And that's Carlos Correa. Games, he's but really got Somebody has to form. step up in their absence. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, Carlos Correa really has. And really, honestly, man, if we're going to win... He struggled he last year because he was hurt. He has to be but big. you know when healthy, um, Carlos Correa he is, is a good player. Right. And I, I'm, and my favorite in the American yeah, League, who I definitely. believe, who I think is going to be the American League MVP this year, is um, Alex Bregman. I like, I like Alex Bregman. Yeah, Alex Bregman. He he's been kind of quiet here lately, but and then I, you know, today I him to, for to the, step for up the, with those the guys. The Astros oh, and Red Sox. So game one, the Astros won over the Red Sox, and today you you guys are sending up Brad Peacock against David Price, and then tomorrow for the finale you have just you're sending up Justin Verlander. Right. Right. Well, we well we do pretty good against David Price. I know we didn't do well against him in the playoffs last year, but I we do pretty well in the regular season against David Price, and we did pretty well against him when um when we won the uh, World Series. So I, I I'm not worried about David Price today. Uh, and, De- and Brad Pe- Peacock has actually been pitching pretty well. So, um, I would expect us to. It, it's just our hitting that I'm concerned about. With some guys being out, but we'll see what AJ. You know, Dave Roberts, the Dodgers today. manager, is really um, good friends so with AJ. We'll see what I like AJ Hinch. He's a, I've seen AJ Hinch before as the manager of the Diamondbacks. I think he's found a home as the manager of the Houston Astros. AJ Hinch. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Hinch. Yeah. He. He sure has, man. Um. You know, you you can't take anything away from him, man. He won a title. Um, so 
So you, you I mean, you can't. Yeah, definitely. And then with the Astros, um, as I think the Astros win most of their games. I think with when uh, Justin Verlander and Garrett Cole are on the mound. Yeah. Yeah, when those two guys are on the mound, man, it's special. Um, you know, and go, as the season goes on, it's going to be interesting to see if we go for another starting pitcher um, because I, I don't know if we have the pieces to do it, but, you know, I think we at least need one more guy or hopefully somebody emerges from Yeah, and also have. the um, rookie – also we'll I like Corbin Martin, the rookie pitcher, who I think is going to be something special when – Talk about a rotation with Martin and also Lance McCullers Jr. when he comes back from Tommy John surgery. Yeah, McCullers well, is good yeah, when, when healthy, but he's known to be injured. Year, that's going to be pretty good. Um, with, so, but I think Corbin Martin yeah. is good, who's a rookie this year. Yeah. Yeah, he's been pitching pretty well. I think he got carved up the other day. I checked. I'm uh, looking at the Astros roster right now. So, George Springer is not on the injured list. It's probably a day-to-day injury. Oh, okay. Well, that's good, but he probably won't be playing. No, but it it did say on MLB. uh, Considering. On MLB.com, they wrote, the the reporters wrote that uh, they're going to put George Springer on there. So there goes part of that offense that you're talking about that you were concerned. But I think you need to save Springer for like June or July or August for the important run. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Definitely. You don't you don't send him out there now to to um, hurt himself for further down the future. So, I mean, for, you know, for, um, you don't see them out there to hurt itself and then mess up your chances and then, for the rest of the season. Because I your goal is to win a absence, World Series. You know, so. Josh, you know what you're going to get from Josh Reddick. Uh, Tony Camp is pretty good. And also, I also like, I, I, you know, I, to, you know, to, to be honest with you, I really don't like Julie Gurriel because of his racial comments. Yeah, I don't. I don't agree with his comments. I do like him as a player, but as far as his remember you know, that when he said something, he did something that he when he did, did I think when he did a bad racial gesture to uh, um, you, Darvish. That was wrong. Yeah, I didn't like. I didn't really care for that man. I thought that was completely out of line. Um, you know, there there is no place in in any in any sports. Um, arena or field or or um anything like that it's no place for that um you know he hasn't done anything since but at the same time you know it was wrong and you know sometimes you don't really know anyone's true feelings um so we don't know if, if that's really how he feels or if it was just something he did at the moment but yeah regardless, that's, it's just that's, no place that's for no it. place for that Period. that's for sure so so that being said, um, let's talk about our top three rookies in baseball right now. For the National League, it goes like this: Alex Verdugo, and then my, and then Pete Alonso of the Mets, and then Fernando Tatis Jr. of the Padres. Uh, 
uh, for the national for my top three National League rookies sorry, this year is Pete Alonso, is Manny, is Alex Verdugo, Pete Alonso, and uh, and Fernando Tatis Jr. Oh, okay, yeah, no, that that is um, and then for my top three, that is American a pretty good League list. Rookies, uh, Vlad Jr. Eloy Jimenez from the White Sox and uh, Michael Chavis from the defending world champion Boston Red Sox. Yeah. Um, uh, as far top as top three mine, from each um, from the National we, League like and the American five League rookies from each uh, league. Top three. Oh, okay. Well, okay. If I have the with. As far as the uh, American League, I'll go with Vlad Jr., um, Eloy Jimenez, um, Robles. and uh, Robles is National Robles. League, but American League rookie could and, be uh, Vlad. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Michael yeah, Chavis. I'm sorry. Uh, you, 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 uh, I forgot that guy's name. He's from Japan, though. Yeah. Michael Chavis. Uh, and then for Tatis the National Jr. League, it, I'll go with Fernando Tatis uh, and Victor Ro- Tatis Jr. Yeah. And Victor Robeles. Nick Senzel is a, is a monster. Nick Senzel of the Reds. But I, 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 I think uh, Alex Verdugo. Yeah, definitely, man. Is, definitely. I think. Oh, I forgot yeah, about Verdugo's Verdugo, an everyday man. player he's, for the Dodgers. Even when AJ Pollock comes back, expect Verdugo to start in left field. So, anyways, my final thoughts of the day is for yeah. the Lakers. Yeah. Uh, I think Frank Vogel will do a decent job as our head coach, and then for the NFL, the Patriots are going to be a really good team. And then for for baseball today, I'm looking forward to Hinge and Ryu continuing to extend his scoreless inning streak. Yeah, um, we, yeah, we we will definitely see, man. I, I think uh, it it will be uh, it will be a great game. Absolutely. Today. So that being said, and Chad, I, have I, a good we'll weekend. See if he can uh, extend look it. forward to talking to you next Saturday, and we'll recap uh, game one of the NBA Finals together next Saturday. Oh yeah, that'll be exciting. We'll see, man. we'll see. But I'll we'll talk to you next Saturday. About how bad the Warriors beat the Raptors. <laughs> <laughs>